Before we begin this episode, we would like to wish Hitsu a happy birthday, as well as a happy first day of Black History Month to all our fellow weebs and blurs. What's poppin' everybody? You're listening to Anime Junkies, Threebs in a Podcast, here to give you your weekly dose of all that is anime. Let's start the show. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to our podcast. It's your host, Kei Saki, along with my two other hosts. It's your girl, Chibi Leah, if you didn't know. And... What's going on, y'all? Who hits you in the building? What has been crack-a-lackin'? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I can't lie to you guys. I'm a little sleepy, but I'm going to muscle through this recording for you guys because we have a really good topic um, that I feel stemmed from when we went back and rewatched AOT. AOT. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, got it. Yep. Um, but other than that, I have a new addiction that I can't talk about um, as of yet because Hitsu wants to gatekeep and he has this all in a gag order. But <laughs> when when the time comes to talk about it, we'll talk about it. Um, so until then, keep your mouth until shut. Until then, we are on, Keisaki and I are on a gag order. But of <laughs> course, <laughs> I'm, good. I'm watching... Um, anime as always not so much this week because this week has been super busy i feel like i don't have much of any time to release it and watch anime anymore so the only anime i've ever been watching is my hero academia and tokyo revengers and then my addict my new addiction is super weave related 100 weave related but i'm on a gag order <laughs> well uh, I would say follow up with Chibi. It'd be like, same. Um, but guys, you should be proud of me. So proud of me. I've been keeping up with my anime. Yay! Yes, yes. Insert clap sound. Yeah. We're so proud of you. Let me tell y'all something. Yes. This is like, this is like Sasquatch sighting type way. <laughs> Abominable snowman. Abominable snowman. <laughs> the Loch Ness monster. In this, in at the beach, <laughs> sipping on a mata. It's as it's as rare as as what's out here and what we be struggling with. <laughs> but so far, so good. Twenty twenty three weekly anime. Okay, I've been sitting out. Well, I think honestly, I think it just depends on how much good anime is out right now. Like last year. What was it? Fall? Fall had really good anime. Now we're in winter. And winter has a really good, like, lineup of season twos. Um, So, so far it's been keeping me coming back. Like, motivated to come back. Um, But anyways, how about you, Hitsu? How has your week been? Man, I'm doing pretty good. Um, Celebrating... A lot of achievements. Okay. Um, doing some good progress. 
in terms of watching new anime, mm -hmm. talking about like fresh, no, just season ones that came out this uh, this winter, and they're not too bad. I'm getting, I'm getting, a, um, I'm getting a good vibe from it. It's just it's, they, have, but they have potential. They have mm -hmm. potential. There, okay. There is one anime that I watched that I didn't get a chance to talk about because I ended up watching it after we did the last recording. Mm -hmm. It's called, there is a Yuri Isekai out there, guys. There is a girl love Isekai streaming right now. And it's called The Magical Revolution of the Reincarnated Princess. When I tell you I've never seen a Yuri girl love Isekai before, like I am actually super excited for this. Decided to give it a try. And the first couple episodes hooked me. Yeah. It's not the typical isekai um, pattern of beginning. Like, it doesn't even go into the backstory of how the person ended up in the world. They're just already in the mm -hmm. world and they've been living there for years. And mm. as they navigate through their life, they have little flashbacks, like little short glimpses and flashbacks into their previous life, but there's still no context to how they got there. Ah, uh, gotcha. Okay. Only thing is that they were born into royalty. They're a princess, but they don't have any magic and they live in a land where everyone has magic. So she forfeited her right to the throne and all she wants to do is invent magical items because she can't use magic. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like, it's also very comical and hysterical. Not comical, it's hysterical. What? That's not even... <laughs> <laughs> I word. It's comical because of the dynamics between the characters, especially the daughter and her father, the king. Because the king is like, where did I go wrong with my child? Mm -hmm. The whole time your child is from another world. And at the same time she doesn't want to be a part of the throne and she's also told you at the age of eight that she has no intention of marrying a man and likes girls <laughs> all right <laughs> all right yeah i like it and it gives me kind of the same vibe as um the dating sim okay like the the living in the life of a dating sim like game thing, right? Yep, it kind of follows like the same societal standards, like hierarchies of of um like authority, like dukes, duchesses, kings, and stuff like that, and being engaged to somebody and then they not liking who they're engaged to. Like it, it gives off that kind of vibe, but mm. it's um it's a Yuri, y'all. It's cute. It's really cute. I love it. So y'all should definitely check that out. Okay. Okay. I'll definitely do that. Any recommendations from you, Hitsu? Huh? Oh, I can finish my thought. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Damn. Um <laughs> I appreciate that privilege you just gave me. Now um, go ahead. What was I talking about? Oh yeah, the new anime. So yeah, um I will mention one that is intriguing. I believe it's called the strongest exorcist mm -hmm. was reincarnated. Tell us about it. It basically is about a sorcerer who is an exorcist 300 okay. years in the past who was deemed the strongest and 
because people feared his strength, not even mm. not even the enemy killed him. It was his own people. Oh, okay. Fair not much. So even though he did everything to protect the human race, they ended mm-hmm. up stabbing him in the back and killing him. And he made sure that he cast a spell so that he would be reincarnated eventually. And it turns out that he did 300 years in the future. Wow. So now he's literally saying that he's not going to repeat the same mistakes and have everyone fear his strength. So mm-hmm. he plans on pretending to be weak as, as fuck, but he's actually quite strong. Mm. And he is looking for a scapegoat that can be deemed the strongest. So that way no one will ever think it's him. Okay, that sounds interesting. That kind of reminds me of um Oh, what's that Isekai where his parents were actually from another Isekai? That world. Moonlight. Moonlight. Moonlight fans. And how he was trying mm. to hide his true strength by wearing like um items that concealed his his power or something like that no the only reason he wore that is because without it humans saw him as this ferocious like a monster. monster yeah because he was yeah. so strong so he purposely was hiding it so that he could live among the humans what about the anime that we started watching where it was like it told the stories of how each guild member got betrayed and they ended up um, finding each other at the bar and joining teams together. I do know what you're talking about, but I cannot. I can't think of the name of it either. But there is a show. I don't think it's an isekai. It's, it's a typical fantasy, you know, with guilds, and then they go out and you know hunt monsters and dungeons and get money for jobs and stuff like that. But it's basically told kind of like from the perspective of different characters from different backgrounds that have been stabbed in the back or betrayed by people or teams or uh, people they know and Mm -hmm. they end up getting drunk at a bar and finding one another and deciding to join their own guild kind of because they are kind of like misfits but not really misfits they've just been stabbed in the back by many people they know Mm -hmm. that has either ruined their lives or reputations or something like that Mm -hmm. And they go out and they end up saving the world. So I guess it's their narrative story about how they ended up saving the world. <laughs> In a way, this is like that. Okay. Okay. Some of the betrayal stories are really kind of fucked up. Yeah, one's really fucked like, up. Really fucked up. Like you would, yeah. like you like you would think, oh, these are just typical betrayals, but then a couple of them are like, wow, you that's, that's, that's how that happens. That's fucked up. Like, like it's really not okay. <laughs> like, that's really not okay. That's really not all right. Yeah, no, it's no, not, it's, it's really uh, not all right. Like, we did not anticipate some of these backstories to be like, damn, they did you like that? <laughs> well, I can't say that I've watched any like out of the ordinary like shows. Um. I, I think I stuck with the shows that we listed the last time mm-hmm. that we were together. Um, but I can say, I can say the one show that shocked me that I really, well, it didn't really shock me, but I really like the style of show is, um, hold on, I'm pulling it up right now. 
Um, it is. Sorry, I'm pulling it up. <laughs> I've seen Tomochan. Oh, you can. Oh, Tomochan's <laughs> a girl. Tomochan's a girl. You've been watching it. I absolutely fucking love yes that it's probably one of the best ones out right now honestly it really is it's, it's, so it's literally it is so 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 good like i love those type of shows i love that type of show uh it reminds me a lot of our like our horror ride or something like that um but it's just like it's a funny romance show i love those type of I don't know. I just love those type of animes. Um, I mean, I love, you know, action too. Like, that's good. But really, those have been hitting. That hasn't. And Vinland Saga. I mean, Vinland Saga hasn't kicked off yet. Um, still building. How it, Yeah, it's still building. But, like, I can say it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It is very, very beautiful. Um, my hero is still hitting. I actually, I'm looking forward to... Oh, so here's what I need help with, you guys. I love reading manga. I love, absolutely love reading manga. However, I'm trying to figure out the best way to read manga. Like, I don't want to always, like, buy new books because then I have to store them someplace. Um, And I also, like, if I go into the bookstores, they don't always have, like, the newest series right away. So... How do you guys prefer to read manga? And do you guys have like a Kindle and specific app something? (laughs) Because I am debating on getting a particular thing (laughs) just for reading my manga to have a good experience. But someone won't let me. Here's here's, Here's the tea on this shit. And here's why I'm freaking laughing. Because don't let this girl fool you. She is trying to justify the purchase of a new electronic device that she does not need because she already has one. (laughs) Over the weekend, for some context, she asked me this very same question. I told her I typically read, if I, I buy manga, but I have stopped because it was getting expensive. Um, and my money needed other priorities. Or my... I don't even know if that makes sense. Either way, moving on. Yeah. Um, I have been reading my manga off my iPad and on my phone. Um, either through apps or various websites that provide it. And I told her this because she also has an iPad and she has a computer, a MacBook, and she has a phone. And she's trying to justify going out to buy an iPad mini to read manga on specifically when she has all of these electronic devices and her only excuse for wanting to purchase this is that her iPad is heavy it's too heavy to read manga off of it's too big and too heavy don't ask me for no fucking advice no please speak some sense to her you it too. first off an iPad let's get this straight I need this sentence to be heard very loudly an iPad mini is heavy. She has oh, she has like the iPad. I have a big one. You have the big one. I have the biggest one. Oh, you have the biggest one. Yeah. iPad. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Either way, it just doesn't make sense to go out and buy something to read something that probably you're not even gonna do as frequently I feel as like, you think you're gonna do. I feel like the so iPad. it's like <laughs> it just doesn't it doesn't the odds not justify the means. Like I don't see the purpose in purchasing a two hundred dollar or more depending on what generation you get and knowing who you are, you're going to want to get the most recent generation <laughs> because you're a Gidges and Gasmos whore. But like, it just don't make sense. You have, you have it already. You have an iPad. You have three electronic devices you can utilize for reading. Well, for free. No. For free. For free. Well, I just want to tell you that over the weekend, I was very, very sad it was so sad, you know, because all I wanted was an iPad mini and everybody in their life who has their life together has an iPad. Who has their life together? <laughs> <laughs> and you don't want to be one of those people who gets their life together? <laughs> well, no, I do. I want to be one of those people, you know, with an iPad mini. Um, but you know what, you know what, I trust my friend's judgment and I'm going to tolerate, not tolerate, their (laughs) decision, not tolerate. However, I am, it's a coping mechanism. I, I do a lot of impulse buying. I can't say I impulsely buy shit all the time, which is bad. Don't do that. Um, but you know. Okay, I won't. I promise you the next time you come over that I may or may not have an iPad mini. She said may or may not? Yeah, even it's, though... You may not. May not. <laughs> That's oh, we've already confirmed that may not. I, no I told you the next time I come to your place, if I catch an iPad mini in sight, you're in trouble. If I see a new <laughs> electronic device... And I open the fridge and I see it the same way I did the last time. <laughs> I'm fighting you. You know, I feel like you got to cut corners in order to get the things you want in life. Yeah, but I feel like when food they is not a sense. corner. When they make cut. sense. Like, I went to Kaysaki's house over the weekend and I said I would like a snack. And she's like, there's snacks in the fridge. I open the fridge and she points to two bottles of alcohol and says, these are your snacks. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like, well, they're snacks. Those are not snacks. I'm it, will get you through, it will get you through your hunger. I, I don't think it will. I promise I you that. that. It'll make me hungrier. I don't know. I think it will make you throw up. In college, That's what it will college, do. when I got lit or, you know, intoxicated, it, it immediately followed up with food. Oh, right. Like, I was the person who wanted food after a night of drinking. Always. That's that's me. It probably would have just made me hungry. Oh. Uh, see, I'm the type of person that's like, I'll get some food in order to avoid, like, because I know I'm going to have to throw up. So, in order to avoid my throw-ups to be less, like, to be painful, you have to eat food so that you're not puking up acid vomit anyways um moving on um let's get into some of this anime news please (laughs) not acid vomit (laughs) get some real food though for real like i need to just Uh have a fridge and freezer that is not enough 
You show us them bad. If I see that bag of nuts one more time, you need to get here. You need to stop cutting corners on food and start cutting corners on things that you actually don't need for for life sustenance. Okay, can we do that? I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) I bet you don't. That's the fuck you do. (laughs) All right. All right, let's get into this uh, weekly news. So there's only a little bit. Um, starting off with Junji Ito Maniac. Japanese Tales of the Makabri and Demon Slayer is now streaming on Netflix. Ooh, interesting. All right, Toei Animation and Studio Den presents Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon Cosmos Movie. Part one is scheduled for June 9th, and part two is scheduled to premiere June 30th. Attack on Titan, the final season, part three, will air in two parts. The first part is scheduled for March 3rd, 2023, while the second part is scheduled later in the year, but the date is still to be determined. A new Japanese anime titled Left Hand Layup is scheduled for February 2023 in China, and it's based on an original high school basketball anime by Chinese animation studio Heart and Soul. Made in Abyss, The Golden City of the Scorching Sun sequel anime has been officially announced. It has not yet had an air date yet, so we'll keep you posted on that. And lastly, one little bit of news that I wanted to tag on is that Netflix Unfortunately, if you live in the United States, we'll start to uh, bring out their subscription or change the subscription um, status starting in March, meaning that uh, if you want to be able to share passwords, like your Netflix password, um, you have to pay an additional fee to do that. Um, yep, it is starting in March. So if you currently uh, are watching anime on Netflix and you want to continue to watch ne- anime on Netflix um, and you're currently sharing passwords, you know, with a family member, or friend or whatever it is, and you guys don't live in the same household. Um, yes, you guys will have to start either paying for your own Netflix subscription or start paying an additional fee to your family members to keep your access. So what do you guys think about this week's anime news? I'm gonna say one thing that's, that's crazy. First, they fucking limited the amount of devices that they could be on. Mm-hmm. So even if I'm in my house and let's say I have a TV upstairs, I have a TV downstairs, I have my laptop, if I fucking sign on to one, two of them, and then I want to go to the third one, it's going to tell me I have to pay for another device. Um. So what is going to happen is that they're going to give you a temporary passcode that you can only use within a certain time frame. Um, and then you'll use that passcode to log in. That's crazy. Yep. I'm sick of these. They keep limiting and shit. I'm sick of these streaming apps, man. First of all, they keep rising the prices every three months. Mm-hmm. We're now at sixteen ninety nine, I believe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Remember when it was nine ninety nine? Yes, I remember when every like streaming app was nine ninety nine or seven ninety nine. 
those were the fucking days. Or four ninety nine. Four ninety nine. When Hulu st- first started, it was four ninety nine a month. Four ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, And now the basic and Netflix started at four ninety nine too. Yeah, like they all started, and now we've like jumped in like ten. 10 15 dollars or more because they started to add perks like 16.99 is standard hulu if you want standard with ads 7.99 um and then if you don't want ads it's 14.99 and then they started adding like stars and showtime and like other stuff which can go from 25 and up it's just getting out of hand it's getting out of hand so if i pay for a premium membership i shouldn't have to pay something else to stop my 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 um ads, they should just stop. That's the whole purpose of me buying premium. If I'm paying more than ten dollars, I should get no ads. <laughs> well, yeah, these streaming studios. So it makes me think about kind of like where I, you know, watch my anime and stuff like that. And so Netflix is automatically once Netflix does that shit. First off, I don't know if I'm going to just cancel my Netflix or in general, like, because Netflix doesn't really have that many good options to begin with, with shows. Um, And it's not that deep to keep Netflix as part of my budget. So agreed. Netflix might be something that might just get axed out altogether. Um, But yeah, if Netflix does do this, they're gonna. I wonder. I'm curious to see if they're gonna lose a lot of subscribers. Um, I don't. They might take a big hit because so many people share Netflix passwords. Um, mm-hmm. at the same time, like the app doesn't offer much if for you if like you're an anime person and you don't really watch uh live like live people in TV shows. Hmm. It's going to mean nothing to you. And I was actually talking to Hitsu about this other day because I was weighing out the pros and cons of streaming, streaming apps because I'm not going to keep them all. Like, I cut my high dive. I got rid of my Funimation. The only ones right now that have been sticking with me is Crunchyroll, Netflix, and Hulu. But, right. But I think about it and I'm like, I watch Hulu and Crunchyroll the most of my apps. I don't even really watch Netflix like that. But Hitsu mm-hmm. watches like that and he uses mine so okay we about to cut that shit <laughs> 16 wait what happened well, he's like yeah I'm cutting it out like 69 like is a little crazy for netflix yeah <laughs> yeah anime and netflix is not known for anime and hulu has everything now like in, they have ever since they started streaming bleach and they've been getting like Tokyo Avengers because they're linked directly to Disney. Plus, mm-hmm. it's just like the more that Disney acquires these licenses, the more Hulu's gonna seem like a hotter app to get. And Netflix just can't compete right now. And not to mention, one thing that I think Netflix, like Hulu has over one, Disney owns it. Okay. But two is that they pair with subscriptions for your like internet service and uh, like TV service if you still mm-hmm. watch regular TV. But they they have like bundles. They're mm-hmm. they're part of bundles, right? Yep. Netflix 
doesn't have doesn't it's have not Marvel a part stuff. of a bundle at all like you know like you have like the hbo max bundle that's paired with like something else or like the stars bundle that's paired with like something else mm -hmm. netflix is netflix it's just netflix on its own and so if netflix came in a bundle then that would be great but netflix doesn't come in a bundle so and then hulu also has the um the bundle package with either Disney Plus, you can get Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN, all three of them for one price. Yeah. So it's yeah. just like Netflix, there you can't compete with that. Like you can't compete with that. And I it really sucks to say because Netflix has been adapting a lot of original anime movies and shows, but it's not frequent enough for me to keep it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I am not. I, I'm on the fence of getting rid of it. But Amazon Prime, I love Amazon Prime too because now all the adult animations are back. And Amazon Prime, I feel, besides HBO Max, has some of the best original series. Amazon Prime? Yeah. Yeah, no, Amazon Prime is knocking knocking down the competition. When Amazon has. Okay. Great. So here's my thing about Amazon Prime. All right. So Amazon Prime, I feel feel like goes in the same category as Netflix because Amazon Prime doesn't have that much to offer like if I go to look at all the series that I watch that are really good series for Amazon Prime it is what the boys the boys um what's it called the incredible or oh, invincible invincible and then I guess Vox Makana. Vox Machine, Machina. Vox Machina. Vox Machine. <laughs> Don't just, first so, of all, first of all, do not disrespect Vox Machina because I'm it not. is a legendary series. And that, epi and that episode one through three of season two was absolutely freaking fire. Yeah. Those, three? Yeah. Yeah. There's three episodes. There's three right episodes. Now. Oh, of season two. Yes. Yeah. Not season one. Okay. Heat. Heat. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying those are like the three, and then you know, of course, in um, Amazon Prime has now paired with High Dive, which is its own separate payment. So don't think like, oh, I buy Amazon and I have High Dive too. No, you have to pay additional for High Dive. Um, but I don't know. I just think like if I'm looking at my overall streaming budget, if I had to choose the ones that had to go first, it would be Netflix. Then Amazon, and then I would look down to rest. Crunchyroll would be last because that's what I watch all the time. So that's me personally. I like Amazon Prime because I watch, I use it for more than just adult animations and anime. Um, a lot of their original series with real people are fire. Mm -hmm. And okay, they're some of the best cinema and writing I've ever seen. So I watched Hunters. Um, I, they, there's one more called something Ryan but then also they have Utopia like they just have a lot of you know they have shows. Utopia oh Utopia yep Utopia okay. they have a lot of shows that just fit my fit my um my interests and what I like mm -hmm. watching they're a lot of they're dark eerie scientific uncommon things that like typically you will not see on Netflix or I feel like mm -hmm. Netflix tries to do but they just don't hit it on the money. I mean, they ain't gonna do it because they don't want us to know the truth. <laughs> yeah, like a lot of Amazon Prime shows Amazon are Prime shows very woke. Us. Very woke and has you questioning the entire societal world that you live in on a daily basis. Like, okay. it, it literally feeds the conspiracy theorists. 
and it lets us know it ain't no damn conspiracy. It's <laughs> it's it's real. So if you like Utopia and Hunters, I don't I know this is not anime guys, but Utopia and Hunters are two original Amazon Prime series that are really, really, really good. Be fairly warned, they do both touch on very sensitive things and conspiracy theorists in life, and it is very graphic and violent, but they're good. Okay. Well, I watch it. What do you guys think about this week's anime news? Um, I like Jinji Ito's mangas. I've seen the anime adaptations that they try to do, and they're not that good. However, um, um, my sister actually started watching it, and she said that they were really good and really scary, but they're also horror, and you know I don't I don't get down with horror animes. I can read a horror manga, but I can't read a horror, watch a horror anime. So I'll never know how it is. But you um, guys can tell me how I'll let you know. think of it. I'll let you know. Um, how do you guys feel about Attack on Titans being split up, like part three being split up into two parts? So then, now let's let's think about this. So this is Attack on Titan, the final season, season four, part three, which is going to be split into two parts. So really, season four is like five, five different, four different parts. So, so do you think that it's being drawn out? Um, yes and no. Yes, because I've never seen an anime one season have four parts. Uh, I think that's never been done before. So that's interesting. But at the same time, I understand why. Why? One, not only did they change studios. This is a very challenging final moment to recreate properly. Because um, if you read the manga and you saw the panels of the final battle, they're very detailed. A lot is going yep. on. It's a <clears> lot <throat> of movements, a lot of, you know, things, VFX that they have to get in mm-hmm. order. And it could come off looking really cheap and fucked up if they don't take their time. So I think mm-hmm. part of it is them giving themselves time to perfect the final moments of, of the final season. And, okay. then, and then there is the case of Mappa doing what Mappa does mm-hmm. and constantly keeps picking up more projects. Mm-hmm. That that too. Mm-hmm. That, that and they have a lot on their plate that's releasing very simultaneously back to back or very close. Like they just finished Chainsaw Man and then they now have Vinland Saga airing. Mm-hmm. And then right after that, we're going into AOT. Then right after that, we're going into JJK season two. Then right after that, we're going into Hell's Paradise. All within one year. All within the same year. So if you, if you really want that good quality that Mappa gives you, you're going to let them split this up. Because if they put this <laughs> yeah. shit, if they did this shit all at once, they, <laughs> they'd have to rush it at the end. There's just too much pressure on AOT as fans. I feel like fans have no grace left in them. When it comes to AOT, it's like, if it don't hit, they'll let you know about it. Like, they were literally, they literally made Asayama cry. That's crazy. Did they? That, For what? Crazy. Yes. They made him cry. Because of the CGI. Be, or they didn't make him cry. Well, he did cry, but 
like he literally apologized they made the creator of one of the most amazing mangas in history storytellings in history anime in history apologize for his ending that he created for his story because it got so much backlash that he went to um anime nyc because that was his first mm-hmm. public appearance in america mm-hmm. and apologized to his fans and all his fans were like you don't need to apologize and no. all of the overwhelming all the overwhelming that he felt made him cry <laughs> because as a creator like as someone who creates something like your work is sensitive to you like that's your mm-hmm. baby that's your child you put so much years time and energy into creating the story for people to disrespect you and and come for your neck because of an ending but i i will say i will say you know uh, you know i it sucks that people made other people cry but i also think that when it comes to stories like the ending and whether or not it's a good story it's always opinionated right it comes down to people's opinions and that's there's always going to be critics out there that are harsher than others um but you know I, I think it kind of is just like part of the territory of the job, I guess. It is the territory of the job. Um, it it definitely is because, but I mean, and the the ending was kind of underwhelming compared to what we had seen. Um, yeah. But if I, I mean, I just think of like how bad they got it for Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, like even to this day, like. Um, I actually saw this interview with uh, I think her name's Amelia Clark, the one who played Daenerys. Yeah, I saw and, it too. And they asked her if she ever watched the new House of the Dragon, and she said no. Like she no. just can't bring herself to do it because it's, weird. it's it's very strange and weird. And also, like a lot of the castmates of the final season felt like their character <coughs> nothing in the end. Like it's it's like you give your whole career to this character, and seven seasons of Heat and Fire, and then we get to the final season, and you dub them. You dub them bad. I don't know about that though. No, well, I mean, what? What do you? Sorry, mean? sorry, 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 sorry. No, no, no. You're right. So the final season was terrible. The final season was was very bad. Yes, absolutely. However. What does that have to do with like the new season? That has nothing to do with the new season. No, it has nothing to do with new season. It's just the feelings of the actors because um, for the final season, I was doing a lot of like looking into the behind the scenes. The very first table read. Oh yeah. Of like when they found out what was going to happen in the last episode, all of the actors stopped, stared, and looked at each other like, "What the fuck am I reading?" They couldn't even believe that they were reading that shit. Yeah, like, like imagine, like, like, put yourself in an actor's shoes. You've been an actor, and you're on one of the number one shows that's streaming out right now, and you've been doing it for seven seasons. Mm-hmm. Seven seasons. That is literally more than half of your career. Mm-hmm. And you have put so much heart and soul into this character that you have not only fallen in love with, but you have had your fans fall in love with it too. Like. Mm-hmm. are that character and a lot of these characters are their career defined characters like yes. you look at that person and you're like that's the girl from game of thrones that's yes. the one 
Jon Snow. So it was kind of like all that build up for the final season that everyone was looking so forward to, and mm-hmm. they, they dubbed the characters. They dubbed a good amount of. Characters. I would be pissed because the because the fans were pissed. So I can only imagine that the feelings of the actors and actresses that put so much into these characters. Mm-hmm. That's true. I agree. And then also it's kind of bittersweet because you see House of Dragon six. And as you're an actor, I would feel a little bitter too because it's like, I can't bring myself to watch that because it's bringing up how I felt in the end of my season, of my clip. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they didn't, I can see that. They didn't even give them like mildly bad endings. No, they, they gave them bad endings. They didn't even put no foot in it, no effort. <laughs> they gave them shit endings. They gave okay. them shitty <laughs> fucking endings. But now we learn. I feel like, I feel like people need to learn this. When you make up your own ending and you deviate from the creator's work, it's gonna be shit. Well, that was the issue. The creator never finished. He didn't finish. The creator, then they were too impatient to wait for him to finish. That he didn't, he did it was be, he actually, did he start writing again? Because he did. They, yes. He said, this is horrible. Let yes. me write the real ending. Yes, he did. But my thing is, even if you aren't the creator, I'm not saying that you should know what to do, but you obviously know what the fans want. So give the fans. Yeah, but it's what different. They want. It's different from when you are trying to. It's different from being a producer to being a writer, right? Like it's it's a different task. It's completely like and and as a producer, like you see it from a different lens and you think about more of like the effects, the shock value, and all of this. And I bet in their head they was like, "This is what's going to be the most shocking." And that is great because people will never expect this stupid ending. Mm-hmm. And it's also like how, in like, like I to be perfectly honest, it also has to do with how involved the writer is too, which I feel he wasn't that involved in Game of Thrones at all. I feel I feel like he because you can sell, you can sell your story or your script to. Um, a producing company and that's it like whatever they decide to do with it they decide to do it's what they want to do but yeah you don't want to sell your script fully and be like i want to be involved in it then you know a lot of then you can have some executive decisions and how it goes but if the writer has no executive decisions and how the show goes they have they can't put their input in which kind of yeah which kind of sucks in a way but that's how it that's how the cookie crumbles yeah it's like well it's our show now like thank you for letting us use your story to write and thank you for giving us the go ahead but we're gonna call the shots on how we want the show to be i just i just for me it's like it was so simple i feel like the plan was laid out give john the damn throne make daenerys his wife and have a weird relationship but that's what targaryens do have Arya kill the White Walkers like she does. I yeah. And then keep Bran's dumbass in Winterfell. I just <laughs> I just feel like all of what happened circled around Daenerys 
as uh, rage and her rage was valid because that that she went through a lot to get to that moment like we saw her literally get sold raped beaten people die her her targaryen family was massacred like we've we've seen her go through so much so the fact that she got to king's landing it is now time to reek seek like reap her revenge and take her rightful throne and then you kill her best friend in front of her face that's the last damn straw mm-hmm. there's no more composure left in her there's no more composure left in her and she has dragons so what the fuck you think so Okay, I didn't mind the fact that she died, to be perfectly honest. I mean, I think that she should have stayed alive. I mean, she should have stayed alive, but I think the way that they were driving her character into, like, going, yeah, madness and making her kind of like a replica of the Mad King, Mm -hmm. um, it kind of made sense that, like, okay, like, you built this new world, that's awesome, but, like, you also have to die because, like, you're insane. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I didn't mind that she died. What I minded was the the ending. The yeah. ending with, like, all of the, like, the, the guy with the raven and whatever his thing. And I felt like the Nightwalkers went nowhere. Dante. Like, the whole, like, plot with the Nightwalkers, I feel like that went nowhere. So... And then John's ending pissed me off more than anything. Yeah, because yeah, John's I, ending. You killed, you literally wanted to keep the secret of his identity. Yeah. Only for it to mean nothing. For it to mean nothing. Absolutely nothing. Nothing. It's a huge yeah. brothers, just in case. It's been over for a long time. It's, <laughs> it's been, it's been years. It's been over for They've a had a whole new series. Yeah. Okay? it's been the three years because i think they announced house of the dragon two years ago they made us wait two years after one year of season season eight ending i feel game of thrones ended in 20 20 it was 2019 or 2018 i feel like it was 2019 because covid didn't happen yeah covid didn't covid wasn't around yet so it had to been 2019 i think it was 2019 it ended May 19th, 2019. Mm-hmm. Boom. Yeah. We on it. We on it. But yeah. Um, Four years ago. We love Game of Thrones. And we just wish that they gave the the characters better endings. That's all. Yeah. Anyways. The topic for the day is something I think is going to be very, very 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 good to talk about because a lot of people have a lot of controversy with this but i feel like because of our personalities and opinions of some we're gonna get some interesting combo here so the topic (laughs) for today is going to be some of the best rivalries in anime and i think this is a great topic because one thing a good anime loves is a good competitive duo or rivalry between good and evil. So, okay, okay, okay. So, Hitsu, start us off. What is a iconic, iconic anime rivalry? All right. Well, if we're talking about iconic, my first one is going to be the good old Light versus L. Of course. Oh. That's such a good one. They was they was duped. The battle of the brains. They were. Battle of the strategies. 
they were putting true strategy and brain power to the te- when you know when people say let's brainstorm that shit is bullshit compared to what they do by themselves <laughs> If we had an entire stadium of people get together and say, we're going to put some ideas together, Light could literally be in a room by himself and completely demolish our entire fucking plan. Absolutely. And L L could do the exact same thing. But this is by themselves, not even together. Because this man not only orchestrated a way to make sure no one figured out it was him, but to mm. also make it seem like it was someone else. And, and he's only in high school. And he's only in fucking high school. Bruh, I just love the fact of how smart both of them are. And it's literally like the battle of the brains. And literally, like up until the very end, I'm not going to spoil it, but I'm going to spoil it. Um, what? Remember when they were in the, the room? Oh, when he, L- yeah, when he looked at him. Yeah. And he, and he realized he told him his name. Yeah. Yeah. That's what did it. I think it was seeing them play cat and mouse with each other that really um, intrigued the the rivalry even more because it's like they don't know who they are, never met each other, but they literally are just playing off of each other. They were playing chess. Let me tell you how you know Light is dedicated. This man erased his memories. Mm Mm-hmm. To make sure that he didn't even seem like he knew what was going on. He playing he playing chess, not checkers. Man, that right there was dedication. Like you lost all your memories of what you did, just so you can even look more innocent. Mm-hmm. It's flawless. flawless. It's flawless. Flawless victory. <laughs> I absolutely love that rivalry. Actually, like I would say that was one of my my favorite innocent jokes. So if you guys haven't seen Death Note. You guys should watch it. Please. It is a must watch. So in your opinion, who won? I'm going to be honest. We all know L would have won. But because Light had quote-unquote help with the ability of the Death Note and what the Shimigami could allow him mm-hmm, to do, mm-hmm. then, of course, Light, you know, he, he took... He took the W. I mean, he took the L eventually, but he took the W in the battle against L. So. Mm-hmm. What about you, Chibi? By default, Light. But I feel like L could have got him if Light didn't, like Hitsu said, have had assistance with the supernatural. That's true. That's very true. I still think L won. I think that if L would have just stayed alive just a little bit longer. I mean, technically speaking... L exposed light. L exposed light. Mm-hmm. And I think that the only reason why light won is because what he, the very last thing that he did. Uh, but had it not been for the death note, a light would have lost. Yeah. Hey, I feel like light would have lost. But he, like, like Chibi said, a win's a win. A win's a win. But it's not like L didn't expect. No, I still think like L. One because L knew L knew what the last move was gonna be. He knew, but it was too late. He knew it was too late. It was too late to counter. I'm afraid. I don't think he was gonna counter. I think he just expected that. Like 
I expose I mean, you. But it's, it's just like when you're so brilliant that you know, like this. But that's but that's the thing. Like he knew because of his brilliance, he knew there was nothing else he could do. Like that. True. That was it. That was that was the only move he could do. And and light hit him with that, and he knew it, it was a wrap. He accepted his L with grace. No, mm-hmm. now, now mind you, these these two put each other up against the wall back to back. There was points where Light was like, oh shit, he about to figure this out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he had him sweating. He had him sweating. He had him sweating a couple times. I mean, bullets. Sweating bullets. <laughs> but no, for real, like, oh, definitely, if he had just quote unquote realized sooner that Light was just put bringing him around the bush, He'd have been. He'd have been like, "I got you. I got you, nigga. It's you." <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, 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 yes. All right, Chibi. What is your favorite all-time rivalry? My favorite. I don't think I have a favorite rivalry, but I would mm-hmm. the one that like got us so hyped to talk about this today because I didn't realize like how much beef these two had <laughs> with each other. I mean, we uh, we kind of all did because from season one up until now they've been duking it that fuck out with each other. Mm-hmm. But Aaron Yeager and Reiner Braun ha- has to be a really good rivalry in anime, like, and it is literally always mono e fucking mono. Mm-hmm. They literally they literally been playing Uno with each other since season one, but unfortunately. Aaron has the last laugh. They're True. both. They're both. And the reason why does because, Aaron have the last laugh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, like, I mean, it depends on how you look at it, like the perspective, right? But what I'm saying is, like, it's interesting to see because Aaron and Reiner were friends, at least from Aaron's perspective. Reiner believed that. Aaron believed that to Reiner was his friend. Like he looked up to him, and when he found out that he was a tight, it, it crushed him. Like he literally was crying. He was more sad than a, than mad. But it's also like you killed my mom and ruined my town and everyone in it. And I witnessed brutality that day on another level. But also at the same time, they are so similar. Mm-hmm. They literally lived the same life. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's, like, even harder for them to rival against each other because they both did what they had to do because they thought it was right. Reiner did what he had to do for his family and on the other side, and Aaron is now doing what he needs to do for his friends on the other side. So it should be like that. I just know I love seeing them two fight when they're in their Titans for because they be fucking each other up. Sometimes Reiner gets the upper hand. Sometimes Aaron gets the upper hand. <laughs> my thing is it's crazy of just like how much alike they both are mm-hmm. like they're literally the same they're the same people Yep, they they went through the same shit just different exposure which kind of gives you another perspective of like how like life is just in general on an everyday basis but yeah I agree with you mm-hmm. yeah no that was definitely a good one because when Aaron comes back in season four and he basically says, I am you. Mm-hmm. That 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 line in itself was just like, damn, we basically done lived the same life now. Yeah. Because he spent four years in Marley. Yep. And then Reiner spent four years over there yep. in Walls. Yep. 
So literally, he did the same thing. He said, I, 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 I thought about what you said. You came in. You spent time with us. You learned about us. It made you, made it, you know, controversial. That was the moment he understood why Reiner did what he did. Boom. At mm-hmm. first, he didn't understand. He was just pissed off that he did it. But then when he was over there living as a wounded soldier, he was like, I understand. He was like, when you were over there, you saw that there were good people too. He was like, I've been here. Everyone in Marley is not horrible people. But mm-hmm. at the same time, you're a threat Yep. You're a threat, just like we were a threat to you. Or Yep. So I but just like you had no choice, neither do I. Mm-hmm. And I'll keep moving forward. <laughs> yeah. He was like, This is not personal for real. He that he basically went to tell him, This ain't personal. It's just business. It's just business, baby. It's just business. I understand, but I gotta do what I gotta do. Hi. And then he trans- <laughs> then he transformed right in front of him, just like they did when they was on top of the wall. Jesus, man. Aaron's a beast, man. That story. Poor, poor, poor Falco. Falco was like. Oh, oh Falco was, was like fiddle man. The fuck? He was like, how did I get in this? <laughs> right. Falco he was, was like. Buckle was the middle man that didn't want to. Buckle was just like, how the fuck I get in this situation? He did not want to. He did not. All I did was send a letter. All I did was send a letter. He did not. All I did was send a letter. He was like, Reiner. He was like an old friend. Four years ago, the math is mathing. Where has he been? For four years. He didn't even think about it. He told him that before he brought him. Yep. He was like, poor Falco. Falco was like, Honestly, Falco I... Falco is a fault, as you can see throughout the season um, that his character has been introduced. He's very empathetic. Falco's yeah, a very empathetic character, and he's righteous. And that gets him in a lot of trouble, as we can see. Mm-hmm. Fucking around with that Gabby. Mm-hmm. I don't like her. I don't like her. I will never like her. <laughs> yeah, nah. Like, I'm Team Aaron Yeager. But, Kiyosaki, what's a good rivalry for you? What's one of your favorite? I'm gonna be, I'm gonna just be traditional. Mm-hmm. Um, For me, it, what got me into anime in the first place, and it was Naruto versus Sasuke. Uh, yeah, they, they, they honestly are probably the duo that started the friendly, yet anime, like, Animos, no, it definitely was. Uh, they didn't start it. Definitely was. I can't. Vegeta. Yeah, I was gonna say. Was Goku gonna go and Vegeta. Yeah, but they, but then after Goku and Vegeta, it was Sasuke and Naruto. But I can't say they took it another. Fur- they took it further than Goku and Vegeta. because yeah, Goku and Vegeta were like friends a lot faster than Naruto and Sasuke. They tried to kill each other. Listen, Sasuke. Sasuke for the life of him refused to acknowledge Naruto as a friend. He was like, "Stop chasing me. I don't want to be your friend." And he he never said, considered him to be a friend. And Naruto said, "Nah, you my brother. You just don't know it yet." And yeah. and him him alongside with Sakura was chasing that man to the ends of the earth, literally. Literally, everything became about Sasuke. 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 We must Sasuke. Uh, I will give my life for Sasuke. Yeah, I'm, I hated Sakura the entire Naruto series. I'm not even going to He my husband. He just don't know it yet. I hated, so- I hated Sakura. Huh? 
We just want her to stand up. We just want to talk her to stand up. Like that's really all we want. We like stand up. We just want her to add value. <laughs> stand up, bitch. Like what? She just add value. Uh, like she always, you know? need, she always needed saving. Always. She always needed saving. And I didn't like how she did Naruto. Naruto was the only person that stopped by your side. Sasuke abused you, tried to murder you on multiple occasions, and Naruto was the only part of you saving you, getting hurt for you, bitch. Listen. And you turn around and you treat him like shit. Which is okay because he deserves not anyway. She got what she got towards the end, right? Is a man, a dead, basically a deadbeat father. That's what she got, okay? Who don't love her. <gasps> He's just trying to revive. The Uchiha who plan. loves Naruto's son more than he loves his own daughter. So, and that's why they be shipping, yes. they be shipping Naruto and Sasuke like they're the real lovers. Like that they romance, are. that romance is deep, deeply rooted, very deeply rooted. Absolutely, the rivalry to the next level where they actually fought it out, and there is a result or an ending to it, and. I don't know. I just, I just, I don't know. I like the fight and I think it was great. So I think they're one of the best rivalries or I would say one of the most iconic. I see like shows or characters now. It'll be like, oh, they have the Naruto versus Sasuke vibe. So for, so for example, Black Clover. Yeah. I um, going say Black Clover. Yeah. Asta versus, I forgot his name. You know. Yuna. But it's also different because, um, like, Asta and Yuna don't hate each other. And one of them is not a revengeful, mild-tempered psychopath. True. Um, they were <laughs> both raised together as orphans, so they are, like, brothers. But they both have the same goal of being Wizard King, so they're um, jokingly competitive. That's true. They they have no ill intent towards each other. That is very true. Like, Yuno would never try to murder Asta, and Asta would never try to murder Yuno. However, Sasuke has tried to murder them on numerous occasions. Multiple occasions! <laughs> and... <laughs> Yuno looks at Asta like a brother. Like, Yuno does take the pride of, like, no one can fuck with him. Yeah. No one can fuck with Asta except for me. Yeah, you know. Exactly. Oh, it's like Bakugo and Deku too. In a yes, way. Uh, Bakugo is literally that that friend or that brother that is like only I can fuck with my brother. You can't fuck with my brother. Like I can beat my brother up and tease him, but the moment you do it, I'm, I'm gonna fuck you up. That's that's Bakugo. <gasps> Did you see the latest episode? I did. He said, if you die, if you I'm die, gonna I'm you. gonna I'll kill, kill you. you. I'll kill you. Fucking again. <laughs> Bakugo was because like, not Bakugo on my watch. So hard. Bakugo rides so hard for Deku, even though his personality, I feel he's just not the type to be vulnerable and show his emotions. So he keeps that tough exterior. However, like, Bakugo rides so hard for Deku. It's so obvious. That's why everyone teases him sometimes when he does something nice for Deku. And he's like, shut up. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking so much forward to the next couple of episodes for my hero. No, I'm looking forward to the next season. Because, you know, this season's almost done. So, What is a different type of rivalry 
dynamic duo. I would say uh, Hinata and Kageyama. Yes. They're, different, they're a different type of rival. Uh, Haikyuu. Love and Oh, sorry. Because, I on. mean, no, 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 no. I'm talking about Hinata and Kageyama. Kageyama oh, okay. Haikyuu. So the only reason I'd say it's different is that even though Asta and Yuna are on the um, same quote-unquote side, they're on different teams. Mm-hmm. So they compete with each other, but Hin- but Hinata and Kageyama are actually on the same team, but they mm-hmm. compete with each other too. I mean, okay. most, most of the time Kageyama, you know, was was not competing. It was Hinata that was, but then eventually Hinata got to the point where Kageyama recognized them and said, "Oh wow, he's out, he's out doing me." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then they started to actually make sure that they got better. To the point where each one of them could just do their own thing and didn't need the other. Mm-hmm. It's also like a personality thing too, right? They're but they're both completely polar opposites. Yes. And the the character growth between the both of them, just from them having their own rivalry, made them better. But I think what I like about that is that a lot of um the a lot of like dynamic rivalries like this have character development, but. Are there any that don't have any character villains? I have one. Who? Zoro and Sanji. Zoro mm. and Sanji are kind of like Kage, uh, Kageyama and Hinata. They're both on the same team, but they cannot stand each other. They can't stand each other, but they will ride. They will ride, but that's but they will ride because they're on the same team, and that's like Kageyama. Right. Kageyama is like I cannot stand Hinata. He's annoying super hyper always smiling that's not me i don't do that but at the same time like if you win i don't mm-hmm. that's a fact like i might use you type of thing yeah but and that's like the same thing when it goes to sanji and zoro sanji and zoro do not fuck with each other in the slightest but they're on the same team and they ride for luffy and they and everyone in the straw hats so if so part of the straw hats their family and if you're in trouble i'm gonna help you so, looking at their rivalry, whose side would you be on? I'm Zoro because I'm I'm biased. That's my. What big. about you, Hood Hitsu? I'm gonna be honest. Moss Head is what Sanji calls him. I'm gonna be honest. I feel like Sanji is the one that is, even though he does dumb stuff when he's girl crazy. I feel like mm. he's the most logical between the two. Oh yeah, for sure. Mm. Yeah, Zoro's not as logical. He's just strong. And he, he he ride for Luffy. Yeah, basically. He ready to that's why Luffy and, and, and Zoro are always on the same page. Because they just ready to go. They're they're on go. Like, they're just like they're just like okay, we just wanna, wanna fight. fight. We can fight. Right. Like remember when Wait. they said remember when they said they had to wear disguises before they went in? He said, Why? He said, Why? I'm about to just he walk said, in there. Fuck joint. strategy. Yeah. He said, Luffy, fuck strategy. Luffy and Zoro literally like we don't need no Why disguise. We Let's just go in here and fight. Alright, so yeah. I will say similar to them, I would say reminds me of uh Aang and Zuko from the um the last airbender. Mm, that's good. Now the only reason I say it is slightly different though. I would say yeah, it is slightly different, but I would say it's kind of the same because even though they were on the same team, they still didn't really know each other. Mm-hmm. But in this case, 
they weren't on the same team at first. So that actually takes me back to Hinata and um not Hinata. Hinata and um what is it now? It's Hinata and uh Kageyama. Kageyama. Yeah, so when they first met, they weren't on the same team. Mm-hmm. Against each other. Remember, they met in the middle school tournament? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And basically destroyed Hinata? Mm-hmm. Yes. Hinata. Jesus Christ. Hinata. Yeah, destroy Hinata. So mm-hmm. that actually is... That actually is how Aang and Zuko were. They were battling it out. The only difference was it wasn't brief. It wasn't brief at all. <laughs> it wasn't brief. And Zuko was determined. Zuko was de- to get his honor back. He was. Determined. That's all that man ever talked about. Yep. When he sat down and by a fire, or, or just came across a stranger in a bar or a restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to get my honor back. I just want my honor. That's literally. <laughs> Literally all he talked the fucking talked about. Santa Claus, That's all that man talked about. Can you imagine if Santa Claus was real in that show? What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> what do you, what my do you want? My honor. honor. My honor. My, my honor. honor. No. Okay. So I thought of another rivalry. Ready? Azula and Zico. They're a unique rivalry. They're a sister, like a family bond rivalry. It's because he ain't got no honor. <laughs> and she's <laughs> And she, and, and, and she got honor. <laughs> what is what is Zuko say? He, he said, "Hey yo, what did Zuko say?" Hey, I'm screaming. <laughs> I forgot what he said. Brother, am I ain't got honor? What did Zuko say? His father said though. And oh, then, father said, uh, his sister, his sister was born lucky, but. Zuko was lucky to be born. <laughs> yes. Oh damn. But it, and then but then it switched because when he got his honor back, she was super nice to him. She's like, brother. Well brother. Brother. Yeah. I acknowledge you now as brother. my brother. You now have your honor. Your honor is restored. <laughs> hey yo. They family had problems. Yeah, that was like, the dynamic was crazy. Is there any anime out there that has like family, like sibling rivalry? I can't think of any. Mm, that's healthy or unhealthy? Yeah, oh, you plenty, plenty of unhealthy. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. But uh, there are one. Movies a healthy would be a healthy sibling rivalry. Technically, yeah. Yeah, I think of um. Oh darn it! It just left my mind. We also oh, have I author and Shinra. Oh, fire, fire force. Yeah, I, I just said author, author and Shinra. And no, no, no. But Shinra and his brother. Oh, oh yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I like that one. No, that's an interesting. Rivalry. That's a good. That's a good. I forgot about that. Me good too. one. That was definitely his brother. And what's really fucked up is that like. His brother is too young to truly remember him because mm-hmm. he was taken as an infant and raised by the white class. Yeah. And then Shinra is like, "You're make you understand and remember, <laughs> even if it kills me." And then it's kind of like that brainwashing is chipping away little by little with every interaction mm-hmm. they have with each other. Yep. 
Because the brother gets confused. That's yeah. Time, every time they, they use a Dola, it's a link. Yeah. And he's like, why would I link with him? Because that's your brother. Because that's your brother. <laughs> and the whole time, mom's, mom's, mom's turned into a whole infernal. They did that. Yeah. Yeah, they, they did the whole thing. They they took, they stole Show. Is his name? Show. Yep, they stole Show. Turned his mom into an infernal. And then she never became an orphan. Yeah. Which yeah. I'm very confused. Why didn't they take Shinra? Or did they originally want Shinra? And the mom protected them. And they took show instead. Because Shinra is the most valuable one in this whole story right now. Nah, they took show on purpose. They said that he was one of those kids that had the abilities. Oh, the Adola Link. The Adola Link. Oh, the Adola Burst. Oh, Burst. The yeah, Adola Burst. burst. Yeah, and and Shinra. No, Shinra has it. Or they didn't know he had it. They, they didn't know who would get it. Damn, it's been so remember, long since I've seen Fire Force. Remember, I was forgetting the story. Remember. Well, it's supposed remember, to come out this year, it. right? I don't know. I think it was announced, but they didn't give a definitive date. They didn't give a date. date. They didn't give a date. Mm. For season three. <laughs> While I look it up. She always checking the stats, boy. What's another one? Yugi Moto and um, Kaiba. Off of Yu-Gi-Oh. Off of Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, you can't forget. Like, Kiwi always walking that bitch like, I'm the shit. Yu-Gi-Oh, you suck. Yu-Gi-Oh, you suck. I'm going <laughs> to beat, you beat your ass again. Or He's like, this This is the day I whoop that ass. It's never the day. Ask it. <laughs> it's never the day. <laughs> to be fair, though, like, Yu-Gi-Oh, he had, like, a trump card. Up his sleeve. He had a he had a whole second personality. Or Yugi. Oh, you talking about? He did uh, like the um the uh the card or the the, the millennial item that he yeah uh, you know helps has a pharaoh take over his body yeah like that. So to be fair, like but at the same, but I get it. Like I love Kaiba for his confidence because every single time he would see. Yuji, he would literally say, I'm gonna whoop that ass today. <laughs> today is the day that I be like, you. let's go. Every time, every time we're on spite, every time he see him, it's on spite. You, I'm gonna beat you today. Yeah, but he never did. I know, but it's it's the confidence for me. But really, but also, he did have the cheat uh, card. No, no. What really throws me off is the whole fact that this all started because he dueled him privately. Yeah, he did. He yeah, wasn't he like the son of somebody who owned an arena. What? No, Kaiba rich as shit. That's what I'm saying. Like, so, like his his family money, they would like come up with all the dueling arenas and like put all the money into this stuff like that. So yeah. he had. So he, I think he challenged you Yuji to come to one of his families. Yugi, yeah, I'm sorry, it's been so long to come to one of his family's like dueling things and duel him mm-hmm. privately, and that's when he got humbled. Yeah, but he told him to duel him privately. Because something, uh, something they Skyba did something that wasn't right to his grandfather. It was something about that, and then he doled them based off of that. All I know is that they have fought, uh, they battled a lot, mm-hmm. a lot. Because every single time he sees him, do me, 
It's like it's like um in Villain Saga, how he always wanted to do ass clad. Doobie. Kaiba's face looked so fucking hilarious when he lost. I just wanna I just wanna point that out. <laughs> Why are you laughing at that man's like, face? Like that man, that man was like, oh like <laughs> Yo face was hilarious. Mm. Another rivalry that is a generational rivalry. Generational, okay. Generational Dio versus the Joe Stars. I already seen that comment. The moment she said generational, generational. I knew she was gonna say that. A rivalry that transcends generations. So as we know, um, JoJo's Bizarre Adventures. I oh, okay, okay. have to know the gist and the concept of the anime, and it is basically about the Joe Stars because on every single arc or season, however they break it apart, is mm-hmm. focused focused around a Joe Star of the generational lineage. Mm-hmm. So it's always going to be their child, and they mm-hmm. and they just keep going. Um, but the the antagonist, the main antagonist, always stays the same because he's an immortal vampire that dies and always comes back. Alt. So it's generational because Dio will never rest until he kills the Joe Stars, and the Joe Stars will never rest until Dio is always either entrapped or dead. Okay. So I thought that was kind of cool. I've never watched JoJo. We watched what? I think the first two? We watched the first season. Skip like the rest of <laughs> after like 10 episodes. Mm-hmm. Went straight to the second season. Mm-hmm. Skip that after a couple episodes. Mm-hmm. Then we went to like the one where it's we went to Joto Joto season. season. And then we, we saw uh Joel Jolene? Yep, his daughter. His daughter, but we saw that from start to finish. The ocean, yeah. the ocean one. No, no, yeah, I think that Joe I think Jotaro and his daughter are two of the most intriguing of the Joe stars to me at the very mm-hmm. moment. Um I love their characters. So yeah. That's not how you hear the whole fucking show. And yeah, and it's really funny. Jotaro is just a very interesting character, and then his daughter is even more interesting. But I think <laughs> even better for the daughter is the situation she's in. Mm-hmm. Um, where she's literally in a prison. Okay. Because she was framed for murder. Mm-hmm. And she's also navigating finding out about her family history of being a Joe star and her having um, a stand and everything like that. So that kind of comes in handy when she's in a prison, but it's also not in handy because they're also trying to, you know, do Joe stars. Cause everyone wants to do stuff to the Joe stars. Sexual stuff. No, like they no. want to, they want to defeat them. They want to defeat them. Get out of here. It's the generational rivalry. Mm-hmm. What's another, like, generational rivalry? I can't think of any. I'm trying to think. There should be, like, so many, because I feel like if most animes about, have, like, the... If you're talking about a generational rivalry, then we're talking about the Shinju versus the, uh, what do you call it? The, um, Jesus, the Uchiha. Oh, Now, that wow, was generational. Yeah, that was generational. That yeah, was generational. Right. 
yeah that's and that's also what stems honestly from naruto and sasuke because they view sasuke as uchiha and naruto as the lineage from the senju clan so it's just them carrying out that generational rivalry between each other but they don't know about it they really have no knowledge of where they really came from because both of their like naruto was blinded from his entire history (coughs) and was wiped out before he got a chance to truly understand it so that's very true actually naruto had a lot of rivalries naruto had a ton like a shit ton of rivalries that's what happens when you're the goat it's only natural (laughs) (laughs) that's very true like that's what happens like Wait, do you mean Naruto himself, or you just mean the show had a lot of rivalries? Like, no, I mean like the show, like the, the show. show. I mean Naruto, Naruto himself, of course, because he's the main character, had a lot of rivalries. Like Guy and Kakashi, right? But like Naruto, the show had a lot of rivalry. It was all about the power of friendship. The power of friendship. Did, oh, speaking Which... of the power of friendship, did Fairy Tail have any rivalries? Of course, oh, yes. Natsu versus Gray. Natsu versus Grey. They stay all day. And it makes perfect sense because one's fire and one's ice. Yep. Yep. It's very traditional. Very, very traditional. Which is which gives you more reasons to like fairy tale because they don't stri- I view fairy tale similar to Black Clover. Like fairy tale was meant to be a shonen, just like Black Clover was meant to be a shonen. And and people ask for fighting scenes, so they give them fighting scenes. I said fairy tale is more of like a fantasy type fantasy shonen. But anyways, that's what makes it so good. Because it plays by the traditional trope. Okay. So for people who don't like to change, like Hutitsu, <laughs> <laughs> this is for you. Alright, what? <laughs> I'm talking shit. Yeah, no, I'm talking shit about you. She's she's coming for your consistency in the animes that you watch. Oh, okay. No, I'm just saying, you know. Uh-huh. What's the next anime gonna be? That time I got reincarnated as a spoon. A spoon. That'd be interesting. <laughs> that, that seems more like a horror. A yeah. horror anime to me. That sounds bad. That, I don't know what they gonna be putting on that spoon. <laughs> That time I got reincarnated on a farm. Well, they already have sword. Oh my god! And that wasn't yeah. bad. I bet it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. It was not bad. I think no isekai is bad to you. I'm afraid. Like, you, I don't think I've never heard you say any isekai is bad. I've never. Yeah, heard I haven't. It. Remember, remember when he said when he listed his top like season. And he was like, mm. well, in the summertime, summertime was this isekai, this isekai, this isekai, Summertime was the season of isekais, and that was his top, even though he denied that was his- it. No, no, <laughs> no. Even though he denied it. Not my top. If yeah. you listen to his excitement in the way he spoke about those animes, there's just no way that wasn't top two. There's just no way. Yes. It was tying for top two. Nah, it was in it the was, top two. It, wasn't in the it top might two. have been the top one. Oh, never. <laughs> never that. I think it was the top one. Nah, never that. But no, man, the Isakai's be coming with the heat sometimes, man. Let me tell you something. 
when you look at so many Isakas and they keep coming up with these different, like completely different storylines instead of just the same old BS. Like, I gotta hand it to you. When it comes to those people that write these, the criti- the, the creativity is crazy. Like Do you know most of the 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 themes for Isekai's come from a a website that fans can go on and suggest different things, which is why a lot of isekais never have a full finished storyline. It's because they just pull thing ideas from the internet and they'd be like, oh, that's a great season one. And they never, ever, ever complete the series. Why are you exposing them? Why are you oh, acting like this? Why are you acting okay. like this is the real reason? Like, why are you exposing I'm just- them? I'm just saying the level of creativity is not the level that you're expecting. Some of them can get very creative. Some of them, you just be like, damn, how you come up there? Yeah. That time I got reincarnated onto a digital website. Now, the dating system was actually pretty far. Don't don't come for that one. Oh my god. The dating system (laughs) one is kind of like that. There's an isekai for everything. It was fire because they literally took every genre of anime and put it into one anime. (laughs) (laughs) Not to mention. Not to to mention. It was Mecha, Fantasy, Mm -hmm. Ron Kong, Isekai. This is dating sim, right? Everything. This is dating sim, right? Yeah. And then, then not to mention. And then, not to mention, one of the animes that have been claimed to be one of the perfect animes, Jobless Reincarnation. Now, Jobless Reincarnation is different because Jobless Reincarnation actually has a full-fledged series and it has a beginning, middle, and end. Like, they have an idea of how they want this story to end. And you say Islam don't? I didn't say slime didn't. No slime. I'm Ooh. just saying slime. Slime is just not my cup of tea. Slime is so good though. You're crazy. The easy guys behave. I'm letting you know now. Not every single one of them are top top tier, but slime is one of them. They definitely behave. Well, I'll watch the dating sim first. Is it a comedy? Yes. yes. And Does it have it- a beginning, middle, and end? Uh, I, I think. think- they're, they're doing the season two for it. Yeah. So I believe, but but I think I also like it because the character hates the world that he's in and he's not afraid to express it mm-hmm. <laughs> whenever he gets in. And also like a lot of people don't like him either because he doesn't care about the world that he's in. Is it very like, does it have a lot of, um, what's that thing called that people don't like? Etchy? Etchy. No. Uh, no. You talking about fan service? Fan service. No. No? No. Oh, you hear that, guys? An isekai with no fan service. There's plenty. There's plenty with no fan service. No fan service. We said not that much. There's no fan service in dating sims. It isn't? No. Huh. Mm. I'd have to. Where is there? I'd have to look. Look at it again. I can't. Remember. Oh no! They're setting it oh, up. Oh no! I might. They, I feel like uh-huh. there may be some, but it's not OD. It's not Fire Force OD or 
um, Seven Deadly Sins OD. Like I'm clapped and my shirt came off. Yeah, no, it's it's nothing that major. No, I can say <laughs> I just recommended uh, Fairy Tale to everybody. Fairy Tale has a lot of fan service, so Absolutely. if you don't like fan service, don't watch it. <laughs> Fairy Tale has a shit ton of fan service. Ariel, do we have any honorable mentions or final rivalry choices? Um, uh, I'm thinking of one from Food, food Wars. Oh, um, him and the um, the Italian. Mm-hmm. That's a good choice. What about you, Hitsu? I'm gonna be honest. There's a show I used to watch a long time ago called S Cry Ed. If you know what that is, we we cool for real. Cause that's one, <laughs> that's one of my uh, that's one of my old school favorites. Like growing up, I, I love that one. A lot of people don't remember it, but um, for the, for the real ones that do, Cosma and Rio, they were duking it the fuck out the entire anime. Now, we've talked about rivalries where people have been duking it out, and don't mm-hmm. get me wrong, Light and L, they were duking it out the entire anime too, but this one, I mean, literally fisticuffs. They are brawling the mm-hmm. entire anime. They probably worked together for only a little bit because they had a common enemy but once that common enemy was over I mean literally right after they finished whooping this motherfucker they went <laughs> toe to toe with each other until literally they were beat they were beating themselves to a bloody pulp that's so sad that sounds interesting yeah no sounds like something I should watch if you haven't seen S. Cry yet, I, I strongly I like I've recommend it. I have seen S. Cry yet before because that anime name sounds super familiar. Yeah, it, it came out a while ago. But I can't remember. But I would have to see it. Let's you, look at it. If you, yeah, I'll show, I'll show you an episode. You'll probably remember it. But that definitely is one of them. And, okay. And then there's another one, but I cannot remember the name of it to save my life. I believe the show was called Needleless, though. Needleless? Yeah. That time I got reincarnated with a needle. No, it's not an Isekai. It's just a straight, uh, what do you call it? Superpower ones? Is that a fantasy? Fantasy. Yeah, it's just it's just people who have powers because of meteor stri- 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 uh, striked in Japan. Mm. Apparently the site gave people abilities. It's kind of like darker than black, but different. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, that was all my, um, that was all the ones that I had. You got any honorable mentions, um, Chibi? Honorable mentions for me is from Ranma one half, Ranma versus Ryoga. Um, that's always a very funny one because Ranma was to be betrothed to, uh, a woman that Ryoga liked and, Ryoga would always challenge him to battle anytime he saw him because of that. And Ranma would be like, I really don't want to fight you because I don't even want her anyway. She ugly. Like he would call her <laughs> ugly. No, like he he would call her ugly all the time. Like to her face. Like to he'd be like, I don't want her anyway. She ugly, so I don't know why you're fighting me. But he was so much stronger 
and always beat Ryoga that it was just super too embarrassing to really to really even keep talking about or keep battling I would say Ichigo and Renji's a really good one too but they're more of a playful competitive like I just want to surpass you type rivalry nothing too crazy or deep and then Inuyasha and what's his name Koga Toga Koga Inuyasha and Koga that's a good one and how they were always fighting over Kagome so and and Kagome and Kikyo Yep, Kagome and Kikyo, and even Inuyasha and Sashomaru, his own brother. Uh, oh, That's you're right. That is a sibling rivalry. Sashomaru yeah. refused to acknowledge Inuyasha because he was not a full demon like himself and their father. So, you know what? I stand Sashomaru. Sashomaru is right all the way. All the way. Even, Fine, man. Even if he had a baby with a girl, that, when he met her, she was a child, but it's okay. Yeah, okay. she was she was a child, um, but at the same time, like he's a demon. Like the concept of time is different to him. Yeah, exactly. It's not like you know, and you watch his dad didn't do the same because he definitely. I'm pretty sure like he was just around her so much, and then she grew up and she just started. He just started falling in love. So at least he waited till she was of age. But it's still pretty creepy because he, it's it's like grooming in a sense. But also at the same time, Sashomaru did not want that little girl around, she kept following him. That's true. She was like, Daddy. Because he saved her. And as a child, she was like, I'm gonna marry you. Yeah, like she was all I mean we that's you. all of us, sis. That's that was all of us. Like that was every last one of us. <laughs> so Summer was fine ass. Mm-hmm. She wrong was literally like, I'm gonna <laughs> wrong with y'all. I'm just letting y'all know now. I mean, Sushomaru was one of the very first ever white-haired, uh, fine-ass characters. Like before Gojo, I mean, yeah. before Gojo could could run, Sushomaru ran. You feel me? Yes, absolutely. Sushomaru was the original white-haired baddie. Sushomaru laid it down for everybody else who came after him. Okay, Exactamundo. Mm. Let him know, Kisaki. Let him know. Mm. Let me tell you what. <laughs> Put some respect. Put some respect on my nan's names. Okay. As I pull out a jar of pickles. <laughs> Alright, guys. Last chance for anime rivalries. Going once. Going twice. Boom. And there you have it, ladies and gents. Our top iconic and or great or favorite anime rivalries. Mm-hmm. Till next time. Bye-bye.